in reference to the podcast, back at it, sort of. I mean, yeah, uh, I'm here, I just... You're here in body, not in spirit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's been a long week, and just, I really hope I'm not getting sick. It's been a long weekend for me, and I literally haven't done anything. Oh, well... Flying is the worst, and, ugh, I didn't even tell you the worst part about it. You're around sick people the whole time? Well, yeah, that was awful, but, um, actually, I didn't tell you a lot about it, which was really fun. Um, there was, there were really good parts, and then there were not (laughs) good parts. Like, good part going down, had a window seat, um... Got there, drove 95 down a fucking highway. <laughs> I didn't drive 95. My Uber driver You're like, I had no 95. control over the speed. And I don't normally get nervous, but, well, I do, but, like, I mean, that's her job. But I was like, um. And then I think he saw that I realized because then he never went that fast again. <laughs> He's like, ah, oh, crap, she saw it. Yeah. But I didn't say anything. You didn't like, switch. I didn't say anything. Were you, you were the same time zone, weren't you? Yes. Yes, Atlanta is in the same time zone as Ohio. Oh, I guess, yeah, I guess Georgia's one state <laughs> above Florida. <laughs> oh, I just forgot all about geography. <laughs> I don't know if the sun sets later like it does in Florida, but at least during the summer or fall, whenever. I don't know if it's all the time. I just know it sets later. And I didn't believe my stepmom. Anyway. So, I got down there. And got into my hotel that had three sinks. An absurd amount of sinks and a window into the hallway. It, that was the... It was, was it like so a clear weird. window? Oh, yeah. No, it was like a legit picture window. Oh, so like not like a frosted window. No! Just a window. Is that anybody walking past could just look into your room? Yeah, and I like took my sweatshirt off. Obviously, I had a shirt on underneath because I was flying, so I had to take my sweatshirt off in the airport too, which I almost didn't wear a t-shirt underneath. And then, like, I was getting ready to walk out the door, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to take, take my off. sweatshirt off. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm gonna need to cover something up." Yeah, I mean, I was going to wear a cami, and then I was like, mm, no, better wear an actual... You're like, I don't want to unleash that on an unsuspecting TSA agent. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, yeah, I was, like, taking my sweatshirt off, and the window looked into the living room, and then, like, directly in front of the window was also the door to the bedroom. So I was, like, taking my sweatshirt off, and I was like, oh, that could be bad, like... <laughs> You're like, I want to be changing with the door closed. <laughs> Yeah, well, so then I went over to the window to see if it had blackout curtains, and it did, so I pulled those shut. But, like, why have the window in the first place? I don't know. Maybe just to look into the hollow lobby. I'm not sure. Oh, maybe. It was just weird. Yeah, it's, it's definitely weird. Yeah, so... And then my other window wasn't any better of scenery, because it looked out into a parking lot of a uh, car repair shop. So, (laughs) got to look at damaged vehicles. Um, 
So anyway, I go to my conference and uh, I had to sit through like a keynote speaker who was kind of boring. And then I went to my first session and they were like, okay, let's talk in groups. And I was like, literally, fucking oh, you're like, shoot me. No, we're not, <laughs> we're not in freshman in college anymore. <laughs> yeah. So this lady beside me um, and I started talking and she was Canadian. <laughs> it was great. But she never said a boot. Did she say No. That's so depressing. I know. The only thing that she really said was, um, like, how they say sorry. Sorry? <laughs> yeah. She said that a couple times, but it was very, like, I mean, she was from Ontario. Then I got to come home and sit in the middle fucking seat. Mm. God bless that the one lady was like a bean pole. Yeah, and then because the other lady was bigger than me, and it was a little rough. But the flight home was only like an hour and a half, I think. I don't know. It was super quick, but they were like still serving us drinks when we started to descend. <laughs> And the lady beside me started a movie because it was like a fancy-ass Delta plane that had like the screens in the back of the seats. And they had games on there. And, um, yeah, the lady beside me started a movie. I'm like, we're on the plane for like 55 more minutes. Why would you even start a movie? Yeah. I was like, go to sleep. That's like not even enough time to watch a whole Hulu episode. Yeah, I'm like, go to sleep. Anyway. Just don't talk to me. <laughs> yeah, don't talk to me. She didn't until... I don't think anybody wanted to talk to me because I had... Um, <laughs> Fade's mask on. Yeah, I had my surgical masks on. I wasn't the only one, though, so... That made me feel a That's little better. That's not surprising. I felt really obnoxious with it. and Like, people were probably going to talk about me, but... You're like, hey, I'm not going to get sick. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, and then now look at me. Well, did you see that the guy that originally said about the outbreak, he died? Oh, no. Yeah, he died on the 7th. Oh. And I was like, well, that seems convenient. <laughs> he died from the disease. Oh, that's great. I'm not even necessarily worried about coronavirus. I'm more worried about the flu. Yeah, the one guy <laughs> the other day, Chrissy's like, she's like, hey, do you remember Ted? And I was like, you're going to be need to be a little more... <laughs> elaborate on that she's like the the emt that i used to i used to work with one with all the face tat or face piercings and i'm like oh yeah like why and she's like he died oh. and i was like oh i'm like on the job <laughs> and she said no he had the flu really bad and he was walking through his house had a heart attack and died oh yikes and i was like well i'm like he wasn't much older than us was he and she's like well he was in his early 40s and i'm like that's still not that much older than us yeah that's like 10 years older than us <laughs> especially whenever it's just like the like so i said to chrissy i'm like that's stuff we have to worry about now <laughs> well speak of, speaking of people dying what you got for us on this valentine also by the way we are now 15 minutes into this recording and um my name is amanda <laughs> 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 and my name is Heather. If you're even so here. Yeah, that was, I mean, I'll probably edit a fuck ton of that out, but. 
Um, welcome to Freaky Friday and the longest intro. You guys signed up for this. <laughs> um, and th- I couldn't. I really wanted to do like a like a paranormal story about Valentine's Day, but I couldn't find any. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to research that for you. I was in the airport. I think. Like, there was one, it just kept popping up, like, this Valentine's Day, like, haunted house. Yeah, I and saw I'm like, that. Wh- I was like, why is that a thing? They, like, literally, they give you, like, a cupcake what? that looks exactly like a human heart. <laughs> and I was like, how could you eat that? <laughs> well, I, like, typed in Valentine's Day ghost stories, and it was, like... Horror six- stories of dating? Yeah, it was, like, 16 horror stories, and I, like, clicked on one, and I'm like, care about your relationship yeah that's what i do you know how many i went through like the first six pages of google so i found like a whole bunch of old we're gonna learn we're gonna learn about valentine's day oh okay since this comes out on valentine's day so happy valentine's day everybody or happy single awareness day as i like to call it worst holiday ever can i tell an embarrassing story about you go ahead I still will never forget once you started working and you were like, I have to work every holiday. And I was like, what do you mean? You're like, I have to work Valentine's Day and St. Patrick's Day and Easter. And <laughs> like was, literally anything that was considered a holiday on the calendar. <laughs> I was like, Valentine's Day and St. Patrick's Day are not holidays. And you're like, yes, they are. <laughs> like, no, they're really not. Uh, and... You're the same person who put Earth Day on your work calendar and not my birthday. (laughs) Yeah. But I'll never forget Earth Day, because whenever I'm looking at your work schedule in April, it'll be there. (laughs) Did I put Colin? I don't think I put Colin's birthday on there. I don't think. Wouldn't that have been a slap in the face, though, if I remember (laughs) Colin's birthday and not yours? (laughs) Yeah, actually, it would have been. I don't think you. I don't think I wrote his I don't on there. Think so either. I don't think you wrote anybody's I know. birthday on there. I think I wrote mine on there. In case I forget. You wrote Easter and Earth Day, Mother's Day and Memorial Day. I think what I did is I literally just like typed in holidays for 2020 and then just wrote them down as I went through my schedule. You did not write your birthday on there. Hmm. But you'll be taking your birthday off. It will be. I need to remember to do that. And the 19th, because that's the day we have to go to Detroit. Yeah. That's just somebody's like, why are you going to go to Detroit? And I was like, because it's closer to Cleveland than Pittsburgh. <laughs> I think it might be the same distance. But. And I was like, uh, and I get to add a new state, so I'm not going to complain. <laughs> I mean, it's not Oregon, but it'll work. <laughs> We're not going to Oregon until they. Clean up serial killers up in that area. We don't have to go into the state. I just have to, like, pop over the line and be like, oh, I was here. <laughs> just dip my toe in. Dip the tip. Yeah, we don't need to go the full, we don't need to go the whole way. Uh, Alright, tell me about Valentine's Day. Okay. I used <laughs> bustle.com. <laughs> Not anywhere near what I used. None of these are something I'll probably ever look at again. KitKatEvents.com. KitKat? Like yeah. The candy bar? Like, spelt like the candy bar, wow. yeah. But events is, sp- events is spelt with a Z. Oh, fancy. It's like sheets. 
<laughs> it's like sheets. Um, also, I'm Ripley's still really com. mad about sheets not having onion rings today. Uh, I was super excited the other day because they finally got the curly fries in the stores. And they're delicious. <laughs> All I wanted was onion rings. And I, like, pull up to the window. He goes, yeah, we don't have onion rings today. And I was like, what? I also keep forgetting that some of the sheets have drive throughs <laughs> Oh. Because, like, none of ours oh, have it. That's the best thing ever. I also discovered the Wisconsin cheese bites, and they are delicious. I never tried them. I never did, because I'm like, ew, Wisconsin. I was like, that just sounds like it's gross cheese. <laughs> like, I don't know why, but, like, I've always just thought it was, like, a weird type of cheese. It's not. No! Okay, <laughs> then I also used popcornhorror.com and daycreekhowl.org. If, do you know the origin of the valentine's i just looked at my microphone like you were sitting there i am actually <laughs> you're you're in there just that's creepy because it's pointed directly at my bed i'm better than <laughs> other places that's fair anyway just tell me everything okay you're gonna you're gonna learn a few things there's a few different beliefs of where the holiday came from okay. The, the Catholic Church, Church recognizes three different saints named Valentine or Valentinus. And all three were allegedly martyred on or around Valentine's oh. Day. But also, since I've wrote Valentine's Day so many times, I just started to abbreviate it to VD, which didn't make it any better. Well, because at first, like, because the show I'm watching, the bad guy on his name was Valentine. So, like, every time I look at it, I was like, I just hate it more. And then I I was like, oh, I'll just, (laughs) I'll just abbreviate it to VD. And then I'm like, nope, that's a section, that's an STD. (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay. So, beginning in ancient Rome, Emperor Claudius felt that single men would be better soldiers because they wouldn't have a wife or children to distract them. So he provi- prohibited them from marrying. Wow. Okay. St. Valent... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talk about the separation of yeah. church and state. <laughs> uh, St. Valentine would perform marriages, marriage ceremonies in secret. He felt the right to marry should be... De- de- shouldn't... Ooh. I missed the letter. <laughs> He felt that the right to marry should not be denied by the government. I agree. He also realized that Christians Christians marrying other Christians during a time when Christians were being persecuted was a quick way to strengthen the church. (laughs) Okay. Uh, When the emperor discovered this, he was imprisoned. And while he was in jail, Valentine developed feelings for the blind daughter of one of his jailers. It is said that his love for her was so strong that he healed her sight. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that was possible. <laughs> Neither did I. I guess being a saint makes it different. Yeah. Wow. All right. Uh, he was eventually sentenced to a three-part execution, which was being beaten, stoned, and then decapitated. Oh. Okay. Which I feel like being stoned is the same as being beaten. No. You're being beaten with stones. Well, yeah, but I would assume the beating took place with, like, sticks or, um, 
like hands. Whips, probably. And then the stoning took place with rocks. <laughs> uh, he signed his final letter to his beloved from your Valentine, which is where it said that we get the tr- tradition of giving Valentine's Day cards. And oh. this took place around two, 269 AD. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, here, I might die, have this car. Yeah! <laughs> like, what the fuck? My, then, the next one, which was my favorite until I, like, researched it farther, because the first website didn't say all this stuff about it. Okay. So I, like, wrote this, I'm like, oh, this is my personal favorite, and then I got, like, halfway into it, and I'm like, nope, it's not my favorite anymore. <laughs> okay. And it is the Roman Feast of Lupercalia which is a lavish fertility celebration from the 13th to the 15th of February. Why was this your favorite? (laughs) Wait until you hear what they do. (laughs) Okay. I mean, not the first part, because the first part is, like, horrible. It begins when an order of Roman priests called the Lupercai gathered in a sacred cave and sacrificed a goat and a dog. The goat was for fertility and the dog was for purification. Still not seeing why it's your favorite. They would then cut the goat hide into strips and dip them into sacrificial blood, heading into the streets of Rome, slapping any woman or crop they found with the blood-soaked strips. (laughs) (laughs) Still still failing to connect why it's your favorite. (laughs) The women welcome being hit because it believed to make them more fertile. But then they were also basically put in the same level of importance as a crop in a field. <laughs> what? And one of those, like, thank God it's not like that anymore. Oh my gosh, okay. <laughs> the festival ended when the women placed their names into a big urn, and then the bachelors would pick a name, and the two people would be paired off for the duration of the year. Just the year. Yeah, just the year. These matches often ended in marriage, but usually not based on any type of love. <laughs> and then I looked, and I was like, though, after I looked into it a bit more, it got worse. Oh, God, okay. Yeah, you know, after, you know, they're sac- sacrificing animals and smacking people with bloody strips. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, After the women were raffled off, because that's how they worded it, like, the old Valentine's Day, like, lottery. Okay. yeah. <laughs> Uh, the men were usually very drunk, and it was followed by several days of intense and gory lovemaking. <coughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what gory lovemaking is, and I don't want to know. Uh, yeah, that sounds a little... rapey. Little... little messy. A little bit. <laughs> or a lot of yeah. messy. <laughs> uh, it was also said that... Valentine's Day began as a pagan holiday, as most religious holidays all do. <laughs> and that is said that the Pope created the celebrating the saint to take away focus from the pagan celebration of slaughter, sex, and gore. And now it's all hearts and romance instead. <laughs> Not entirely. Stay tuned for my episode on Mon- uh, Tuesday. <laughs> uh, a historian said, and this is a quote from the website, it was a little more of a drunken revel, but the Christians put clothes back on it that didn't stop it from being a day of fertility and love. 
End quote. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Christian's got them clothes back on. Put them clothes on if you're Christian. In the medieval times, uh, Valentine's Day was an elaborate holiday because of the belief that February 14th was the day on which all birds chose their mates for the year. What? All <laughs> birds choose their mates on February 14th? I guess. <laughs> Back then, I guess. Is that when the penguins, like... Give their pebbles? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. It didn't say anything about penguins. I think this was like birds with flight. <laughs> oh. Okay, that was pretty funny. I... <laughs> I didn't expect to laugh at the history of Valentine's Day, but... Oh, it gets better. Oh, good. Uh, some traditions said that the first bird women saw on Valentine's Day prophesied the type of partner they would be with. Like, if you saw a robin, you would marry a sailor. If it was a sparrow, you'd marry poor but be very happy. And if you saw a goldfinch, that you would marry a millionaire. Alright, well, where's my goldfinch? <laughs> That's all... <laughs> I don't even know what a goldfinch looks like. Yeah, I w wouldn't. It's know probably either. not like gold colored at all. I'm gonna Google it. Uh, town folk wrote elaborate poems for potential lovers and had celebrations where love was the main theme. They ate exotic food that were that was meant to enhance fertility and beauty, from pheasant and quail eggs to apples and pears. So, giving your significant other flowers or chocolates today is like giving them a quail egg back then. <laughs> the next tradition is said to be from ancient Romans, but there was evidence of it in the British Isles starting in the 17th century. And it was called the Valentine's Day Lottery. <laughs> oh. And it's definitely maybe exactly what you're thinking it is. <laughs> Oops, sorry. I assume it's auctioning people off. Uh, people attending the party would draw each other's names out of a box and were paired up for the evening. The names were divided by gender, and each person drew a name, so basically every person ended up with two matches. Uh, men usually went with the women that they had drawn themselves instead of the woman that picked their name. Sexist. Uh, the men would, and this is a quote from the article I read, would give balls and treats to their mistresses, wear their billets several days upon their bosoms or sleeves, and this little sport often ends in love. <laughs> and I looked up because I was like, I don't know what a billet is. And I googled it and it said it's a civilian house or non-military facility where soldiers are temporarily lodged. So I'm assuming that's not what they meant. So I was thinking like maybe they meant that they kept their name on their sleeve. Like saying like, oh, look who I got paired with. <laughs> Yeah, we tried. If you know what it is, email us. Where? At in reference to podcast at gmail dot com. Okay. Good job. <laughs> until I have to say it, until I have to say it again, then I'll get it wrong. <laughs> another form of medieval another from, not form. From medieval times. If you wanted a proposal or to strengthen your love, you could get a love potion. They are very common and included they could include garlic, onions, musk. Which is, because I was like, I'm like, I really don't know, like, what, I know, like, a musky smell, 
<laughs> so I googled it. <laughs> Which is either a strong smelling reddish brown substance secreted by the male musk deer or a flower used for its musky scent. <laughs> Yum. I would hope it's the flower version. Or myrtle, which is an evergreen shrub with aromatic leaves with white flowers and purple-black oval berries. So you got berries and musk mixed with garlic and onions, which sounds like the best love potion ever. <laughs> Sign me, though. Fuck I feel like off. that's how you would, like, repel. Yeah, were they trying to get... Be like, I don't want this person... Like, I want them to stay away from me. But then I looked it up in, in North America. Uh, it's known as the Lesser Periwinkle or Myrtle. There's also another love potion that dates back to the 16th century that you didn't, you didn't yourself, you didn't ingest it. You would give it to your desired person that you wanted. Chloroform. Yeah. I think I would rather have chloroform than this. Okay, great. It is a mush, uh, it's a mush of earthworms squashed with leeks. And then you feed it to the person that you want to be with. (laughs) What? Not just like earthworms, like you like squish them. I'm gonna um, hard pass on that one, but thank you. There were also others who would use superstitions to try and find their true love at Valentine's Day. On the night before Valentine's Day, men would take five bay leaves and pin four of them to the corners of their pillows and the last one to the middle, hoping to dream about the person that they would marry. It said nothing else about it, so I don't know if you were only supposed to dream about them or if you if it was supposed to help you. <laughs> um, another one was people would write the names of, the, of friends or potential lovers on pieces of paper and then wrap them in clay. Once they dried, they would toss them into a dish of water, and the one that floated up first was the one that they should marry. Oh. Oh, okay. I didn't know that clay would just dissolve if you dumped it in water once it was dry. <laughs> And now, most of the rest of these are, like, more modern. I don't think there's any more sacrifices and creepies. Creepy musks. Yeah, the creepies. Yeah, creepy musks. Um, In South Korea, they celebrate Valentine's Day on February 14th, March 14th, and April 14th. One day's not enough to make everybody realize they're alone. (laughs) In February, women give gifts to their men. In March, men surprise their women by giving them gifts. And the, I guess, I don't know, it's like the worst one, I guess, is in April. And it's called Black Day. And all of the singles mourn their lone status by eating eating a bowl of, uh, I looked up the pronunciation for this, but I don't remember it. And I'm not gonna, (laughs) not gonna butcher it. Which, but it is a black bean paste noodle. What has it spelled? J A J A N G M Y E O N. Um, in the Philippines, uh, they celebrate Valentine's Day like the United States. So wait, the black the black paste was that the April fourteenth thing? Okay. Yeah. Because the singles mourn their lone status by eating them. <laughs> Pass. 
Heck, I do that all year. I eat noodles all the time. Yeah, why do you think I weigh 7,000 pounds? I don't know that... It, black noodles just sound like they would taste weird. <laughs> like, there's like a... Like, if you go, like, taste like a dye or something. I don't know. Uh, in the Philippines, they celebrate it like the U.S., but recently they've started having mass weddings on that day, and married couples also renew their vows. No. They showed a picture, and it was just, like, like hundreds of, like, couples that they all just got married at one time. Does that count? I feel like... I don't know, because if you don't say their names, does it work like that? I don't... <laughs> I mean, if you're not religious, I guess it does. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, by state law, it's just the piece of paper, but... And I don't know how their laws might be different down there. In Taiwan, they celebrate the Festival of Love twice a year. No, that's too many. Too, too many. On February 14th, or in July 7th, not or, and July 7th, um, giving flower to your beloved is very important down er, there. Uh, red roses are the preferred flower, and the number of roses is also significant. One rose means that you're an only love. Eleven roses means you're a favorite. Ninety-nine roses means forever. And 108 roses means marry me. Well, I would... You, that's a lot. 108 roses. That's a lot. What the fuck are you going to do with 108 roses? Like, oh, these smell good right now, but they're all going to die. Yeah, like our love. What? Well, you always put that one fake one in there because it won't die. <laughs> okay, next up we got Denmark. And they've only recently started celebrating Valentine's Day. Okay. And by recently, I mean the 90s. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty recent. So, like, 30 years ago. <laughs> hey, that's recent. I was recently born. <laughs> <laughs> I was recently born two years ago. 32 years ago. Uh, instead of giving fresh roses, when I read that, I'm like, oh God, do they give them dead roses? <laughs> oh, Black Bear has a song about that. They give pressed white flowers called snowdrops. Okay. Uh, men also give women, women, not woman. <laughs> <laughs> they just all give one woman the same thing. <laughs> Men also give women a joking letter with a funny rhyme or poem on intricately cut paper. So basically, like, they write it on a paper snowflake. Oh my god, that sounds like you need to move to Denmark just for this holiday. (laughs) That would be your dream. (laughs) Yeah, but the men do it, not the women. Yeah, but that would make you fall in love with him. That's fair. Um, they also sign the paper with dots, and if the woman successfully guesses who the sender was, she receives a intricate Easter egg later that year. <laughs> like a candy Easter egg. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm not- I just don't understand. I'm not making fun of. I just don't understand. <laughs> but, like, you figure, like, if it's February- they have to wait, like, two more months until they get their prize. <laughs> and only if it's the right person. Yeah, and that's only yeah, only if you figure out who it is. Weird. Um, in France, Francais. Francais. 
um, which is one of the most romantic countries in the world. <laughs> Men and women, I don't know if they still do this, but if they do, it, I don't think, I think this might one might have been like early. Early 2000s? Okay, got it. <laughs> like the 80s? <laughs> Uh, men and women would go to the houses that face each other, and then they would call out to each other, pairing up. So, like, you, I guess, hug up with the birds across the street. <laughs> Weird. I don't but, know my... Oh, okay, but... But, if the man is not happy with his match, he can leave the woman for another one. Oh, but the woman can't leave? No. So, like, I was like, man, I was like, women get the short end of the stick on all of these. Yeah, especially if his dick is small. <laughs> but I think you will appreciate what they do. <laughs> okay. All of the unmatched women gather together and start a bonfire. Oh, okay. <laughs> they then throw pictures of the men who left them in while cursing and insulting them, which sounds like my kind of party. That is my kind of party for sure. <laughs> <laughs> the tradition became so popular and uncontrollable that the French government had to ban it. <laughs> oh, well, we can start it here. Yeah. I have a couple pictures of Joel that we can burn. We don't have to make a bonfire to do that. Just need a candle. And then in France, in the current cur current days. Oh, so the 2020s. Yeah. <laughs> the 20s. Although I could just picture that still being a thing in like the 1920s and they just like burn stuff. I mean, I would do it. But now, between the 12th and the 14th of February, the houses are decked out in roses. Trees are covered in love notes. There's a lot of proposals, and some people plant their own lover's tree to grow with the couple. Aww. They're even Same trying... Same in the ozone. Yeah, I was gonna say, they're trying to battle uh, climate change. Next up is ancient Italy. Oh boy. Wow, you really did some research, huh? <laughs> Unlike only on a couple of websites, like they were very informative. Because yeah. I was like, "Oh, they're gonna have like a list, and I have to like search for it." Nope, they had to listen exactly what it was. <laughs> uh, Valentine's Day was celebrated as a spring festival. Festival or festival? <laughs> <laughs> oh, why is English so hard? <laughs> I love festivals. <laughs> festivals. The spring festival. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and young people would gather to enjoy music and poems before taking their beloved for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like an interesting day for me. It sounds like they're talking about a pet. <laughs> <laughs> well, heck, from some of these, I feel like that's what the women were back well, then. true, but like... I mean, that's what I say to Brody. Like, come on, you want to go for a walk? <laughs> I mean, he is my loved one. That like the only boy I care about. But do you enjoy music and poems with him? Not poems, but you know, we can jam out to a good song by Tiny Meat Gang every now and again. So we're we're listening to music and poems and going on a walk. Was there more to that? Yes. No. Oh, that's it. Another tradition. Yeah, that's okay. it. Another tradition was that single women would wake up before dawn, 
and try to spot their future husband. Maybe that's my issue. <laughs> you don't wake up before dawn. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God, because like the first man I see every morning, like when I, <laughs> I would not want to marry. <laughs> <laughs> not that anybody from work listens to this. <laughs> um, the first man that they saw after waking up should be the man they marry within a year. Oh my god! If not, if not them, then their future husband should bear a resemblance to that person. Uh, oh, okay. In Wales, 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 they celebrate Saint Dulwynwen. Oh. So I actually looked up the pronunciation because I would not have said that right. You probably still don't D- say it right. I looked up the pronunciation and wrote it down. That doesn't mean you said it right. Well, it's probably closer than if I would have tried to without it. <laughs> okay. It's spelled D D Y N D W Y N W E N. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so it's not pronounced at all how it's spelled. <laughs> well, that would be Wells for you. Well, yeah, because they were the ones that had the one with the at Christmas with the gray mare. Yeah. They'd make and chase people around with it. <laughs> However, that's not how Dory would have said it either. <laughs> no, that's not how she would have said it. Do I was like, who? <laughs> Just noises. <laughs> who is the patron saint of lovers on, and they celebrate on January 25th, so it's already passed. Oh, happy whatever his name was day. I don't know what they call it. They just celebrate him. They don't. I don't. Oh. Maybe it's just Saint Lover Day. I don't. <laughs> this one's actually cute, though. Men carved patterns and symbols onto a wooden spoon, and then they give them to the women they love. But they're actually. I looked them up, and they're like amazingly intricate. Huh. And each carving has is significant. Like horseshoes are for good luck. Wheels symbolize support. And keys are the key to a man's heart. Hmm. And then in current times, they are also given for weddings, anniversaries, and births. Okay. And then we're going to hop to South America. Just the whole continent? Yeah. Okay. They also they also celebrate Valentine's Day like the U.S. Mm-hmm. And, but in some parts of the country, women literally wear their heart on their sleeve. Well, not... Not literally. Don't, like, cut it out and, like, duct tape it. <laughs> Which would be creepy. Yeah, a little bit. How are you still breathing? <laughs> uh, they write the name of their love interest on a heart-shaped paper, and then they pin it to their sleeve. And then that way men can find out who their secret admirers are. Hmm. And then in Brazil, they have their own version of Valentine's Day. On June twelfth, called Dia dos Namorados, or Lovers Day, uh, they exchange gifts and cards, and they also have dinner with friends and relatives. In some parts of the country, the women perform a sympathy ritual, okay. hoping that Saint Anthony, the patron saint of marriage, will find them a husband. Which is funny, because, like, I always think, like, because that's who you're, 
like my mom was always like, oh, if you lost something, pray to St. Anthony, he'll help you find right. it. That's who I pray to. It does not work all the time. Well, most of the time. And then the last one is if you would ever want to see St. Valentine himself, you know, from like 269 AD, <laughs> you're in luck. Uh-oh. <laughs> if you go to the Basilica of Santa Maria in Rome... You can see the decayed remains of him in person. Oh. And that is the history and traditions of Valentine's Day or Single Awareness Day. Or whatever you want to call it. I call it Single Awareness Day. I call it February 14th. So what do you have for us for True Crime Tuesday? Um, I don't know what I'm going to call it. I'm either going to name it John Hamilton or the murder of Susan Hamilton. Uh. When I saw that, like... I saw John Hamilton. I was like, you mean like the president? Yes. Okay. On that note, follow us. You probably don't want to follow us on Instagram, but you but should. But you should. And our Instagram handle is in reference to podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at in reference to. You can drop us an email at in reference to podcast at gmail.com because I do not know how to use Twitter. Uh, you can also listen to some of our episodes on YouTube if you prefer to do that. I haven't uploaded any new ones in like the last month because i'm lazy um but i think we have she's I think been I was busy saying that we had 17 episodes up but i'm pretty sure it might be 19 um i'm pretty sure it might be which is definitely an oxymoron hold on there's an airplane flying overhead again what do we want low flying airplane noises when do we want them meow <laughs> That is a really good joke. I like that joke. <laughs> I was just like, I'm like, oh god, that's just like dead <laughs> silence. <laughs> I wanted that one to settle in with the listeners. I like to edit silence moments out, though, so I probably will. We have 18 episodes on YouTube. Anyway, so, okay, listen to our first 18 episodes on YouTube if you want. And if you also would like to help support our podcast, you can join us on Patreon at patreon.com backslash in reference to. And yeah. Um, we'll see you on Tuesday. We'll see y'all next time. So we'll see y'all next time. Yeah, we'll see you Tuesday. Okay, bye.